Hey guys, this is uh, installment number one of our AWA sessions. Um, first up is Steve Bloom, who I don't, <laughs> who I don't think needs an introduction to a lot of people. Um, he's well known for being uh, voicing Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop and um, Green Goblin, Wolverine, a gazillion other cool characters in yeah. anime. And if you don't know um, his name, you definitely have heard one or more of his characters. Yeah, totally. So. Um, the, oh, Tom from Toonami? How can I forget Tom? <laughs> like, he sounds just like, it's like you're talking to Yeah, Tom. he does. Crazy. It's so weird. Yeah, so thank you, Steve, for sitting with us and giving us a really awesome interview. Um, Thank you, AWA, Nikki and Matt. Anyone else we're forgetting to mention? Thank you, guys. And maybe Weekend Atlanta made the weekend amazing. <laughs> so Yeah, definitely. Um, Interview's kind of short. It's about 10 minutes, so that's why we have four of these. This is our first one. Anything else, Jamie? Nah, it was just really cool. Yeah, awesome guy, really funny, and this interview is like a lot more fun and yeah, less interviewee. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> it's a lot of fun, and that's so. kind of what we're aiming for. So, we hope you guys enjoyed this one and the other three that are following. So, yeah, enjoy, guys. Thank you for pronouncing my name right. Nobody oh. ever gets that right. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> they say Blom, yeah. Yeah. Balm. Balm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like we were saying, I'm a little blurry. But but I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Working hard lately. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Your resume is ridiculously impressive. Oh, I was, thanks. I was telling Jamie and Chris that, like, you, like, made my childhood growing up with your characters. You know? Oh, from, dude, like, thanks. From, like, Tom to Spike to the Green Goblin, Wolverine. I mean, oh, nice. He's a huge Spider-Man yeah. fan. Yeah. Oh. Green Goblin is just, like, amazing. So you just killed it. I love Green Goblin. It's so disappointing not to get to play him all the time. Oh, I, right. Yeah, it's one of my favorite characters <laughs> yeah. of all time. But no, we're going to jump right into these questions. It's going to be fun, random questions. I hope you will enjoy. So here we go. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll see, won't yeah, we? Yeah. <laughs> so right off the bat, with today's technology and social media reach, how would you advise someone to use those like mediums to get into voice acting? Uh, I wouldn't use them to get into voice acting. I would use them to uh, to promote yourself once you are a voice actor. I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make is promoting themselves too soon and then they put themselves into situations that they can't uh, really deliver on and I started teaching classes and that's one of the first fundamental things that I I work with my students on but that said once you get into social media um, I'm really kind of learning my way around with that too Um, I I try to hit all the different areas of social media and and the best thing that seems to work for me is just to let people know when and where I'm going to be doing things And uh, and it's it's very helpful that way. As far as networking is concerned, yeah. I haven't really figured that part out 
yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I do see things. Um, sometimes I, I have seen people who are casting projects, especially for non-union, which I can't do. Uh, but in the very beginning, uh, you're not going to be part of the union, and people do cast their they're casting their projects on Twitter. Uh, and sometimes Facebook, and so you can submit right through there, and that that seems okay. to be helpful. But again, don't do it before you're ready, people, please, because yeah, yeah, because yeah, I mean, it's the the first time you put yourself out there, or if you start submitting a demo reel before it's ready, that's that's your calling card, and that can that people will, re- will remember if it's bad more than they'll remember if it's good. Right? So. Yeah, the first impression. Yeah. And of course, it never goes away. It never, ever, ever, ever. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yay. <laughs> Um, is there a character that you've played that kind of matches your personality? Uh, yes, all of them. Well, it's an interesting thing. I mean, after doing this for 30 years, I realized that um, personalities are a lot more complex than I had thought when I was uh, beginning this work. And I think, um, as any actor will tell you, you have to dive into um, a lot of different areas of the psyche um, and kind of deconstruct yourself to, to create characters. And so I'm finding things in every character, good or bad, uh, that I've been carrying around with me for a long time. And so even in the, the most awful characters who exhibit the worst behavior, I find pieces of me and I have to own that. So um, kind of hard to say. But uh, in terms of a character that's really affected me more than the others, it would probably be Spike Spiegel just because that was, it was, yeah, it was, I mean, it was several years into my career before that happened, but it, it became such a huge benchmark and turning point for me. And continue, we're talking about 20 years later, so uh, kind of crazy. People still love They do, I know, thankfully, yeah. Yeah, and now uh, my fiance is Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, who played Julia on the show and also directed the show. And it was her first directing gig, my first leading role, and we've been friends for 20 years, and now we're together in real life, so. Yeah, yeah so. So, uh, yes, the Spike, yeah, I'm, I have become Spike <laughs> without the badass fighting skills. <laughs> I, fl- I flow like mud. <laughs> so is it difficult for you to differentiate all the different, like, voices you've created? Uh, no, that part is actually okay. Um, as long as somebody gives me a reference, you were mentioning Green Goblin. I haven't done Goblin in, in years and years, but I know that he's right in there somewhere ready to come out. And after doing this for so long, I, there's muscle memory that yeah. has occurred in the throat. When I first began in the career, I couldn't uh, really predict what was going to come out when I opened my mouth. <laughs> so, you know, I'd, I'd come in for Gilman or something, and Wolverine would come out. You know, I just, I had, I had no idea what was going to happen. So now I'm, I'm able to separate that stuff out in my head, unless it's like uh, a whole bunch of guys that are the same age, same body type, um, within one franchise or you know a couple of similar franchises a lot of military characters uh, they all sound very similar I have to find some distinguishing pacing or phrasing or something in that character to make it sound different sometimes the, they'll hire me for that one voice for just my natural speaking voice and I have to find something that I can do to it to, <laughs> to make it sound a little bit different so then it gets a little bit tricky there was um, uh, thank you in uh, I think it was Star Wars uh, Old Republic uh, I came in in the video game. I I came in and I did I think my record for number of characters is something like twenty six characters in one session, oh, wow. and probably half of them were uh, thirty to thirty five years old. 
six feet tall human male. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> okay, I'm going to make all these guys sound different. It's going to be like the clones. It's going to be Clone Wars. Yeah. But, but um, that's, it's a great challenge. It's a great acting challenge to try to find those little places awesome. for nuance. All right. What's the one thing that we have to get every time you go to the grocery store? The one item I get every time? Every time I go. Every time I go. Wow. Uh, well, if it was, well, man, that's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> uh, whew, juice. I drink a lot of uh, cold pressed juices, so those those I go through them really fast. If it's if it was Costco, I'd say scotch. <laughs> they have the best deal on Oban. <laughs> Costco has not been compensated for this commercial. <laughs> if you were challenged to a duel. What weapons would you choose? <laughs> uh, wow. A portal to somewhere else? <laughs> I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, that's <laughs> but that could be a weapon in itself, right? Yeah, Bamf behind him and smack him in the back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> Wolverine claws would be pretty good, but they hurt. I can tell you from experience they hurt. Even, even though it heals, it still hurts every time. Yeah. Those heat claws he has now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hurts even more. <laughs> it hurts and burns. It's right. fantastic. <laughs> Would you rather have unlimited sushi or tacos for life? Oh. Uh, sushi. Sushi. I'd prefer the worms over the weight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we eat a lot of sushi. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if animals could talk, which would be the rudest? <laughs> <laughs> oh, cats for sure. We we have two Maine Coons at home, and they are oh, really? very rude. Oh, yeah. Cats yeah. Are yeah, yeah, yeah. Bishop yells at me every morning whether I like it or not. <laughs> yeah, Bishop and Ash, because Mary is a big nerd <laughs> and alien, and yeah, they're huge. They're like the size of this table. Oh wow, they're massive. <laughs> yeah, they go in the refrigerator and make their own food. I don't even have to deal with it. <laughs> out there grilling steaks and the barbecue. They're like making you sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a hairball. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to lick myself afterwards. <laughs> okay, what would be the funniest thing to fill a pinata with? <laughs> wow. Um. I. Yeah, you almost got spit on just, right. just now. The funniest thing, well, spam. How about spam? That would be pretty <laughs> Sure. <laughs> just whole cans. The block. The, the block or... Out of the can, though. Yeah. With all the gel. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Spam party. People are going to do that now. You know people are going to do that. Yes. So do that and show your video on Twitter. Oh, God. Spam fight. Woo. What's the perfect temperature to set your thermostat at? Oh. Uh, wow, it depends on what you're doing. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, 72 if you're doing nothing. Fahrenheit. Because Celsius, that'd be, Celsius, that'd be terrible. You wouldn't be yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, not much of anything. Yeah. All right, what's the most imaginative insult you can come up with? <laughs> and if you want to swear, you can. Yeah, totally. If you feel comfortable swearing, you can totally swear. Really? Yeah. yeah, you can. Yeah. We're, 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 we're a pretty free. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Imaginative insult. Uh... <laughs> 
I don't know. <laughs> Fuck you and your cat ass. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. I don't insult people. Yeah. Yeah. Since we were on camp. Well, I just learned the other day that uh, just a fun fact, and I don't know why it's come out since we were talking about asshole. Uh, I was I was at a, um, a concert the other night. Uh, my dear friend Kari Walgren. Okay, we'll we'll finish in a minute. Yeah, my dear friend Kari Walgren was doing a, a concert. She's a big fan of Slaughter. Okay. And she named the concert Slot Her with an all-female band. And so the husbands were there of a lot of the, the, um, the performers. And two guys came up, and, and they're my friends. And they said, well, we're the hangers-on. And I said, oh, that's amazing. We should start our own band. And I'll be Dingleberry, and we'll be Dingleberry and the hangers-on. And so one of the guys, uh, Barry, who is uh, Jennifer Hill's husband, uh, he's from Australia, and I said, okay. "God, dingleberry sounds like an Australian word." And he goes, "He goes, actually, it is." And he goes, "Would you like to know the uh, where that came from?" And I, I said, "Yeah, I'm actually very, I'm very interested in knowing where dingleberry came from." And he said, "Well, actually, it's it's uh, for farmers, for sheep farmers, and uh, they would get these hangy downs over their their yeah. private parts, and they would have to give them a nice little haircut and cut them off." before mating season so the rams would have clear entry oh my god and i thought that is so much more than i ever wanted to know about sheep it colors what we're going to do on stage yeah, and when we do do uh dingle- <laughs> when we do do dingleberry and the hangers on we're going to do it with our asses facing the aud- audience so and we're going to get weaves we're going to get dingleberry weaves so <laughs> swing, yeah. yeah so bet you weren't expecting that in your podcast <laughs> Yeah. What a perfect place to end on, right? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you guys. That was fun. <laughs>